Hey, everybody. This is Patrick, the Chief Monkey and founder of Wall Street Oasis. Just wanted to first off say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Second, wanted to make sure for any of you in the market for financial modeling training, remind you that Wall Street Oasis does have some incredible financial modeling training courses, including Excel modeling, financial statement through, you know, linking up the three statements, DCF, valuation, M&A, LBO, um, even more niche courses like 13-week cash flow, venture capital course, real estate modeling, you name it. Go ahead and check them out at wallstreetoasis.com slash courses. Thanks for the support. Hello and welcome. I'm Alex Grodnick, and this is Moving Up, a podcast about secrets to success, struggles along the way, and life in general. Today on the pod, George McGarren from the McGarren Group, which is an executive placement and consulting firm. If this job market has you looking for advice or inspiration, then this conversation's for you, as George walks us through exactly what you need to do to get a job today. Okay, that's it from me. Let's get into the interview. George, uh, welcome to the podcast. Alex, it's uh, great to be here. I appreciate you having me on today. Yeah, we're you know we're talking for a few few minutes before we uh, before we hit record here. It's, it's crazy times. Um, you know, a lot of businesses are you know upside down. They don't have businesses anymore. Um, let's get into into you know what your business is, who you are, what you do, uh, and then you know we can talk about how uh, how you make sense of these uh, tumultuous COVID times. Right. So I have two businesses. So the two one the one business um, is I own and it's been like this now for twenty years. Uh, I own an executive placement firm, right? So we do retain search. So, you know, folks that are pretty much making, let's say, six figures to a couple million dollars a year. So we were hired by organizations um, to find them top talent. We do it. You know, we have clients that are literally all over the place in terms of industry, geography, and, and sort of revenue streams. Um, and then that's kind of, so that's the one piece. The second piece is we also help people, and this is relevant to today, I think, uh, we help people sort of improve their careers by rebranding their, you know, the resume and the biography and their LinkedIn. Um, you know, those folks that are maybe they're underpaid and they're sort of overworked and we we work with them to kind of maybe get the title they should or we help, you know, folks get into startups that they want to get into. Um, we, we, you know, essentially we kind of career coach them, but from a practical standpoint and strategical standpoint of, uh, you know, how to go from step A to step B. And so it makes financial sense for them. So those are the two yeah. businesses. Um, it's been, and by the way, like you know, it's the first business was bo- both were sort of mistakes turned into business models. Uh, the the recruiting business started literally. I was unemployed in the like sitting in unemployment in Miami. I'm not originally from Miami, um, but I ended up in Miami, and uh, and I just thought, you know what, I'll never work for somebody else again. I need to start a business, and then without a business plan, you know, I kind of <laughs> I'm in the, I'm in that same business now. Uh, so I was sort of blessed that it worked out fine. And, uh, the branding business was just, you know, I think if you have enough people ask you the same question over and over and over, it makes sense to sort of, you know, provide that as a service. And usually it's a win-win for, for everybody. And that's kind of the, you know, that's sort of been the business model for, for, for us. And, uh, you know, we've got 30 people, so it's been a good run and, but that's, those are the sort of two businesses that I have. That's interesting. Uh, you know, I, I'm a big fan of this believer of like, you know, interesting outcomes kind of arise when you have your uh, your back against the wall. It doesn't it doesn't usually happen when you're like, you know, I need to think of a business. I need to think of a business. It's like, okay, well now I have no choice. I need to make money. Exactly, and it's and it's kind of like you know that moment when uh, I don't know. It's 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 and I I think in the coronavirus pieces is, is sort of like this. 
I, I saw an article and um, it was, I forget what online somewhere, but it was a jeweler and uh, you know, and they're, 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 they're a business that have been, they've been jewelers for 30 years. Right. And this is actually, they're, they're in California. I think they're in LA actually um, for 30 years. They've been selling jewelry, right? They, they just pivoted. And I know, I know that's a word that everyone uses these days, but they just pivoted and now they're doing sort of, you know, I think it was like Peruvian takeout, like, you know, food to go right. Delivery. And, uh, and I, I saw that and I thought like, what well, you know, just like the, the mindset of an entrepreneur not to fail. It's, it's, and maybe, you know, maybe when things get back, they'll have both businesses. Right. And they'll have, uh, but I agree. I think when, when stuff hits the fan, it's people become, you know, you become really, really sort of smart in how to, you know, sort of find food. Right. Uh, and it's just, you know, I think that's, those are the moments literally when we grow. And I think sometimes you need to, you know, sort of, you need to lose to win most of the time. And, uh, you know, this is a great lesson. I think that hopefully people can learn from, I had a, I had a similar situation in 2008, by the way, that was, that was sort of, you know, that was, I think was worse for, in my case, um, than a lot of people are suffering now, but it was, you know, that was, that experience helped me and helped my business that I have today. So. Yeah. I mean, having a recruiting business when there's no jobs and there's no recruiting, I mean, like you said, you have to get scrappy. So what'd you do in 08? Right. So 2008, I had, you know, and, and this idea of, you know, I started this business, like I said, from literally the unemployment line. Right. And, uh, you know, I went from sort of, it's kind of like from zero to hero. Right. So I built up a, a recruiting business, got it to 50 people. All of my clients were banks and financial institutions. Right. So just think about this for one day. Right. So I walk in the office and on the same day I get an email, um, and then a call from, so it was, it was UBS, Morgan Stanley, um, Wachovia, who now I think they're Wells Fargo, right? And Mer and Merrill Lynch, right? Same day. And pr they pretty much said, hey, George, and we were placing financial advisors and brokers um, at the time. Like, hey, George, um, yeah, there's we're going to stop everything for now. And we'll get back to you when we need you know more help. The um, I literally went from 50 people to zero, right? So it was it was kind of a it was an issue for me. Couple of things that I did wrong. So there's two things I did. First of all, I, I kind of analyzed what I actually had done wrong, right, over those years, and then I realized, and then I sort of analyzed what was sort of you know had gone on in the market. But there was a lot, you know, Alex. There was a lot of things that I had done incorrectly, right? So um, cash flow, I didn't really, I didn't watch my money, you know, for the eight years that I built it up. You know, I didn't save any money, quite frankly. Um, I had lots of, you know, tons of overhead and. Uh, and this, and the, you know, I'd say the fourth thing is I didn't have a second or third or fourth stream, of, you know, sort of revenue revenue stream, which was also another mistake. Um, so I was able to build it up again, but I started literally, you know, by myself, and I thought, okay, if I could build a better mousetrap, like how should I do this? So I decided, okay, every sale from now on, we're going to save or tie. I, you know, I call it tithing, but we're going to tithe ten percent for every sale. Put it into an emergency cash fund, right, in the bank for a bank for in, in sort of a business account. Uh, against the advice of financial advisors. And then, I mean, I would say most would tell me I'm crazy to do that. Um, so we did that. We decided to have everybody work remotely, right? So, you know, I've got my, I mean, I, well, we, when I say we, it was, uh, it was me, but I decided anybody f in the future that I was going to hire, they were going to be able to work from home, uh, no more office space. And, uh, you know, I'd rather pay for flights for us to meet together or what have you. And the third thing was I decided to, to diversify clientele, right? So, on the recruiting side. So now we work with manufacturers, we work with finance, um, you know, sort of, we work with, so the banks and the financial institutions, we work with, you know, uh, healthcare, we work with tech companies, 
So now it's a lot more diversified. And the last thing I did was I decided to take some of the services we had offered and, and just, you know, sort of to sell them as well. And, uh, you know, that's kind of, you know, like 2020, it's, 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 you know, we're getting, we're getting into May 2020. My recruiting business is literally, it's on pause, right? Probably till July, right? So there's a lot of my competitors that can't, they really can't hang out and wait because we have other revenue streams uh, like the branding business. And, you know, it's, it seems to be recession proof. Uh, you know, we're doing quite well, right? So, but that's because I learned in 2008. I already sort of lost my shirt in a very hard way. And uh, when I say I lost my shirt, I mean, literally I was broke for probably two years after that. So, Well, George, it's, I mean, it's the remote work thing, super cool. I mean, that's totally the future coming out of this. The diversified business thing, awesome. Like having one that does well, you know, on when the economy is going up and one that does well always, maybe even better when the economy is going down, everyone's getting laid off and they need to retool their resumes. You know, maybe they've never even had a resume. They got to get all that stuff going. So it's, it's, uh, it's pretty cool to have a diversified, as you said, different uh, revenue streams like that. I think it's smart. I think it's if you're, you know, I think if you can, if you can figure out, and this is, you know, I know a lot of, a lot of people have sort of rental properties or they have, you know, multifamily, right. And they invest in commercial real estate. I see business lines kind of like that, you know, where if I, if I invest, I mean, you can do, you can, you can buy a half a million dollar commercial, I don't know, not commercial, but you can buy in LA, I don't know, you know, half a million dollars gets you what, like a, like a studio, right? Pretty much <laughs> the uh, something like that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, New York is not. You know, I live five miles outside of New York City, and New York, this New York, the New York area is not <laughs> any better. Um, but you know, I see it as you know, sort of my version of commercial real estate properties, right? Where you know, if I if I spend thirty grand or twenty grand, and you know, maybe I can get back a couple hundred hundred thousand dollars out of it. Um, but I think if you have diversified revenue streams, and that could be like diversified revenue streams could be anything, right? You could be you could you could have a full time job, and you could also have maybe a side hustle, right? Or you could have two side hustles, or you could you know there's thing there are things like that that you can do. Um, but I think it's really really important. I think it's you know it's it's good to have something to fall back upon with if you know if Plan A doesn't work, then you can do B or C or D or all together, you know. And uh, you know like the world is small, you know. So there's a the, the like you you're in LA, I'm in New York. I mean, this like 25 years ago, it wouldn't have, you know, we wouldn't be talking, right? We wouldn't even know each other. And, uh, you know, I think that you have to, you have to sort of optimize that piece of it as well. And this is, I think it's, like you said, remote work will be obviously the way of the future. Um, it's just more practical for companies as well. You know, like there's the, the, the cost savings is unbelievable. I can tell you that from a business owner. Um, and it's just, people are more efficient, you know, like if you hire the right people, you don't have to babysit. You can just let them work you know, have the systems in place. And uh, you're actually, I think productivity goes up, in my opinion. Well, I mean, you, you people are, can be, you get rid of the um, commuting time, you know, like, I don't think any, I was telling my wife this uh, last night, I don't know why we were talking about it, but uh, like no office wants to have someone bring their dog to work, right? But like they want to keep the employees happy. So like they let them bring their dog to work and, you know, have some of these distractions and stuff. But if you just have everything in your home and like you can, you know, instead spend the money on on like a nice setup and having all that, like you have everything that keeps you happy. So there's no reason that you can't be very, very productive. No, exactly. And I think also like we're, I think as, as, as a, you know, I'm speaking, you know, sort of as Americans and even, you know, sort of, you know, first world countries, I mean, we're very, we're mostly about the results, right? And uh, you know, if you 
if, if you focus on the results piece, then it, I think it's a great environment. I think if you're a business owner or you're, you're an organization, right, that is just focused on, you know, here's the 60, 65 things you need to do today. And we're not, and not focused on, you know, the actual, you know, what that yields. And, you know, it's, it's probably like working remotely is not, not a good idea. Right. And, uh, you know, there's other things too. Like there's, there's a lot of people that don't like sports, right. I mean, I'm a, I like, you know, I like sports, but there's people that don't want to, you know, they don't want to go through that, that talk in the morning, you know, about sports, about who won and that, and, <laughs> uh, there's the, I don't, you know, there's like sort of the uncomfortable birthday cake thing, you know, which some people don't like to do, uh, you know, I can tell you as a business owner, even with 50 people, you know, birthday cakes get expensive to some extent, you know, and there's a lot of birthdays and you get to the point, even when like you yourself, you don't enjoy it anymore. It's not as unique as it could be. Um, you know, there's things like that, right? Um, uh, there's also just the, I would say the, the physical obligation, you know, I don't know uh, if you've had this experience, but you know, like, let's say you literally finish your day at 3 PM because I don't know, you were super productive and you got there early or what have you. And you want to go home. It's almost like a. It's almost like you know, like it, it looks bad, right? If you leave early, you know. So there's that physical sort of, you know, that presence of that. Yeah, it's almost that peer. Yeah, it's like that peer pressure, right? And uh, you know, I think there's a, there's a, there's a lot of different factors. Plus the commute. Plus all you know. The, I mean, it's just a. It's a, it. There's a, there are a lot of factors, and I don't know if it creates that much, you know, productivity with right with. I mean, right now, you know, so you can be in a Zoom call, you can be an Uber, you can be, you know, you can be an Uber conference, you can be on, you know, Google, right? I think it's Google Meets, right? And uh, there's a lot of different technologies to let people, you know, just work from home. But I think, I think people are going to travel less, at least for work initially. And, uh, you know, which is, you know, it's cool and not cool, you know, but I think, I think it's, it's, it's definitely the way we're going forward. Things are going to change for us, for everybody. Yeah, totally. Uh all right, well, George, I want to I want to hear about some of the you know the optimization piece of your business, like some of these like actionable things uh, that that people can uh, you know can do now to better position themselves to get a job during the, in the middle of this to get a better job you know when this uh, when things start to shore up a little bit. Like, can we talk about uh, you know some of the best practices, some of the stuff you guys help people with? Sure. So I think and there's there's a couple of things, right? I think um, I, I would say if you're and there's, there's probably two types of people. There's, there's sort of the person that you could say they're furloughed or, or, you know, or even unemployed. Um, the second person is the person that is just waiting for the, for this to, you know, the sort of crisis to end to be able to get out of it or, you know, they're not happy at their current, current organization. So they're trying to play a little bit of offense. Um, there's, there's a couple of things, right? I think the first piece, um, deals with the, the strategic planning of it. Right. So I, I just, yeah, I don't know if you know this statistic, but if you if you just apply to things online, there's a two percent response rate. I don't know if you've <laughs> seen that statistics, but it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty yeah. bad as a candidate. Uh, so the the thing that works, and this works, you know, it, it's worked for literally fifty years. Um, but and I haven't been in business for fifty years, obviously. But this is literally it's worked over and over. The, there's an eighty percent chance that somebody will find their next job or or opportunity from you know, six degrees of separation, right? So, you know, I know you, you know, you know your wife and your wife knows somebody else. And then next thing you know, I'm talking to your wife's, you know, colleague's friend, right? For an opportunity. There's an 80% chance that a candidate will find, you know, their next role that way, right? So I think number one, just knowing that stat is, 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 is very helpful. The second thing would be, and so I'd say, you know, figure out, you know, kind of who your network is 
and it doesn't have to be a large network, but definitely I would write down, okay, here's sort of the top 10 people, maybe 20 people I can reach out to, right? So you get that done. Um, the other thing is also think about who you can refer to them because I think, and I don't know if this has happened to you, Alex, there's sort of a lot of people that play the me, 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 me game, you know, like, you know, what can you help? How can you help me? How can you help me? And, uh, a lot of times if you just, you know, you give them value, they'll kind of give it back to you. So maybe those 20 people, you can kind of reach out to them and see what they need and who you can refer, you know, refer them to. Um, you'll see that they'll actually send you back referrals just as just sort of a natural, you know, sort of order of things. So, th so the first piece is strategically, you know, network, right? The second piece is I think you need to track and this is, you know, I think you need activity breeds activity. And I think there's a math, it's a math problem. And you need to track your activity. So if you say, let's say you reach out to, I don't know, 50 people and it turns into, you know, five interviews, five of phone interviews. And in theory, it would be, you know, one on-site interview. You now know that, you know, that's what yields one on-site interview. Um, so you need to track the math, right? So if you're not getting, you know, any love per se, it's usually a math problem. And I don't know if you think about that for, for, from a business standpoint as well, Alex, but it's candidates looking for their next job, they have pretty much a math problem. And I've always addressed business that way. Um, the, the third thing is, you know, you need to really walk into these meetings prepared and know who you're interviewing with, know what problem they're trying to solve. And those are the three, I would say those are probably the three biggest mistakes, actually, that I see most candidates make, right? They don't strategically network. They, they don't keep track of the math. They don't really know their statistics and sort of the KPIs, I would call them. And the third thing is, you know, they they just don't show up as prepared as they could. Um, and then the fourth piece, obviously, which I'm a fan of, you know, if you can hire a coach or you can get your material written professionally, it, it, it makes a big, big difference, you know, to have a professionally written resume, LinkedIn, you know, biography, um, because most of the people, you know, and this is, you know, that you're dealing with and as well, I'm dealing with, you know, most people have a hundred, 200, $300,000 problem, right? It's not a, whatever they might pay for some sort of writing service, right? So if you can get professional help, to guide you through this, it makes total sense. Yeah. I mean, that's the the advisory business. I mean, that's lawyers, investment bankers. Like it, it helps to have someone who's an expert kind of uh, in, in your corner there. And I, I, I love the idea about it's a numbers game. You have to be very, very active. The 2%, you got to be networking and asking people, you know, for, uh, I guess not. Can't can't do copies anymore. But asking people to you know jump on fifteen minute calls or, or escalating that to to zooms and then building you know building a rapport with these people and it all just can't be transactional. As you said, like you have to provide value yourself. That's that's what this podcast started off as. It's like how can I meet interesting people, but not just say hey like give me your like give me all your advice. It's like well what can I do for you? Well I can provide you know a platform for you to you know talk about your hopes, dreams, aspirations, and and that's what that's what that's what what this was. Um, but then, yeah, obviously walking in, prepare. Like it's to get that on-site interview, I mean, you have to go through 50, 100, whatever it is, whatever your numbers equate to. And then to show up and, you know, not be fully, fully prepared and, you know, squander it, that's just stupid. Exactly. And this is, and I, I really, really believe that, you know, the the market obviously, and they're talking about, I don't know if you've seen this or not, but it's like, they're talking about 70%. We're so, you know, I'm, I'm an optimist, so I see the other number, but they're talking about 30% unemployment, right? So I, I, I see that number is like 70% employed. But, uh, and I think I, you know, sort of just, I mean, I spoke out of place, but because that's how I see things. I see it as, okay, if there's, it's a 70, 70 you know, 30% unemployment rate means there's 70% of people are working. Um, if, it, if it gets that high, I mean, I don't think it will, but if it gets that to that number, you know, you're, you're going to be looking at, 
opportunities that, you know, it will be yourself and maybe six others or 10 others um, where they're interviewing face-to-face eventually. And you really, really need to to, to show up to play. The um, Statistically, by the way, I, this is sort of a number that's been out there in, in the recruiting and, and placement industry, but you need, it depends on the profession, but pretty much um, you need eight interviews to get one offer, right? So it's uh, and that could be a combination of of phone interviews and and sort of you know face to face. So if you you know if you've got like five interviews and that's it, you know statistically you're probably not going to have an offer lined up, right? So if you're playing your your you know the math like we talked about before, if you want to have one or two offers, you need you know between you know you need eight to sixteen um, interviews, right? So that's that's I think that that number is something like since like 1965 or something like that. They've been tracking these numbers for a long time. Um, but that's the, that's the math behind it, you know, in terms of, and that's how we, and to give you an idea how we run a recruiting business, we use Salesforce. So the dashboards are pretty cool. Um, we know like which candidate yields, you know, how many, how many interviews they need to get an offer. Right. So we're tracking that number for ourselves to, to be able to quantify and sort of predict some of the, some of our own growth. Right. And, uh, as a candidate, you can, you can do that. You just need to be very diligent about, you know, who you talk to, how you talk to them and, and then the, you know, the math behind it. Right. So, but I, I agree. I mean, if the opportunity comes about, like you need to walk in and rock it, you know, like you really need to walk in and, and kill it. Um, you just can't, you just can't lazily just assume that it's just you, you know, there's a lot of people out there uh, and the world has changed, you know, like you're, you guys are in LA and California. There's, we, we do searches in California all the time and we look for people that live in California we look for people that live in New York, the people who live in Kenton, Texas, in Atlanta, Chicago. Um, there's just a lot more access to to to, to great candidates on, on our side. Yeah, totally. Um, I well, George, I love uh, all this practical advice. How um, you know? How can people get involved with you? Like, how can they you know seek out your your advice and your services? Um, you know, anything anything uh, special there? Right. So we have actually, and uh, I was, I mean, I was super excited to, to be on your show today. And uh, first of all, I want to say you, the mess, like your messaging is so on point for a lot of people. Hopefully they take, <laughs> I think if they take half of your, half of your advice, they, they, they can definitely empower the lives. So, I, you know, I thank you for that. Right. And I know that like initially you didn't, you, you know, it wasn't, it was just sort of an idea, but I think you've done a really nice job with that. And I know you've got, you're like, you're, you know, you have tons and tons of listeners, right? So we have a, um, we kind of came up with a special offer, if you want to call it that, where where somebody can pretty much work with me one-on-one, right? Um, to get their their branding done. So what does that mean, right? So it's, you know, to get the executive resume done, um, their biography, a cover letter, a LinkedIn um, done, as well as a strategy session with me. Um, and that's the sort of, that's sort of the package. Usually, and I mean, I think we talked about this before, like our pricing is, isn't really on the cheaper side. Usually that's the $3,500 package. Um, but for anybody that's listening to the program today, um, we're going to offer it for $500. So we don't, there's only 20 people that we can offer this to. Um, but pretty much for the first 20 people, um, they'll get that package for $500, right? So um, that's kind of the, the interesting thing. And this is how, you know, we've done this um, before, um, you know, years ago but you can also you can buy it your you can buy it for yourself you can use it now you can use it anytime during 2020 anytime during 2021 right so there you sort of have this almost a two year window to use it or you can gift it to somebody else which i think is also a cool thing so 
you know, if you mm-hmm. have somebody that might need this, um, that's sort of down and out, it's also a good way to, to, to gift it to somebody else. So that's kind yeah, that's of, a hell, that's a hell of a of gift. And, and, and I never thought about that as a gift, but that's a really nice thing to get someone. Well, you're, I mean, it's, think about this, right? You're, you're, you're solving a huge, you know, I mean, you, you're not only helping them, you're helping their family, you're helping their kids, right? Their future. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a, I think it's a great way. And there, there's a lot of people that just want to say thank you to somebody else. And, uh, we've, we've, you know, this is also, it's a great thank you gift as well. Um, but it would be $500. Um, if they, the idea would be this, and th- we've kind of kept it simple. If, if they're interested and just so that we understand, you know, that they came from you, um, they would have to text us, right? So if you're listening to this, you can pause it or get a pen and paper or just write this on your laptop. It's, uh, they would text us, text us at 212-658-0801. And uh, just with the message moving up and then just put, you know, put your name and uh, your first name, last name. And then, uh, you know, we'll set things up and, and get things, uh, you know, going forward. So that would be the game plan. Yeah, cool. That's That sounds, uh, that sounds great. Uh Pretty pretty good offer. Um, so George, I'll uh, I'll get you out of here on uh, on this. You know, lasting pieces of advice. Uh, you know, we, we always talk about um, you know all these things about going in, going in prepared. But you know, with this, with this new state of normal, uh, you know, are there any slight differences that you think that uh, that people you know need to be prepared for when uh, when trying to find something new? I would I would say I would say it's it's more about mindset. Right. I think we're really, really in a stage of, at least for now, Darwinism, right, where you probably have to step up your game a little more than maybe it did, you know, prior. It's um, I just I just think that it's going to get a little tighter. There, there are a lot of companies as well. And this, I mean, I've got friends of mine that run, you know, they, they run, you know, five billion, ten billion dollar companies. And they're telling me, hey, George, you know what, like maybe we, we're going to probably cut some of the things out of our you know, out of our life per se, uh, from a company standpoint, because they've realized, you know, they've also gone right six weeks without some of these things. Right. And, uh, some things are working just as efficient as they were before. Right. So as an, as an employee, or if you're going to go to a next, you know, your new home, uh, I think you, I think we're sort of going to be in a stage of Darwin, Darwinism, right. Where you, know, you might have to, you might have to do, you know, more work to get the same result. Uh, but I think people need to prepare for that. And just, to, you know, let's say we get back to normal in June or July to go back and just and just be exactly the way you were in January. I just don't think that work mentality is going to cut it in sort of a, you know, a post COVID-19 era, in, in my opinion. I don't know if you agree with that, Alex, but I uh, I just think that a lot of people have seen sort of the the positive of this. But, you know, I think that a lot of the you know, folks in the, the just people that are not producing are are going to find themselves in, in the shock of, uh, of you know, without a home if they're not careful. Careful. Yeah, I mean, well, Darwinism competition, whatever you want to call it, but but yeah, there's a it's a kill or be killed market. But uh, but George, this was this was awesome having you on, man. Thanks so thanks so much for for coming on. The advice, the everything. This was uh, very enjoyable. Alex, no, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, and uh, you know, it's always always fun to chat with you. So any anytime. Thanks for listening today. If you like moving up, the best way you can support us is by telling your friends. Thanks.